I'm not wearing any underwear. How are you doing? Fantastic. I am also not wearing any underwear. See? And this is the No Pants Podcast. This is the No Pants Yabs Pod Extravaganza. So if you're listening, take your pants off, no matter where you're at. If you're at work, take your pants off. You're not at home. Take your pants off. Are you in jail for showing people your crotch? Take your pants off. Don't take your pants off. You already did it once. They can't arrest you for it again. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Take your pants off. (laughs) You feel like getting butt fucked? Yeah, take your pants off in jail. (laughs) Yeah. Are you getting butt fucked while listening to this? You should probably already have your pants off. If you are if you are getting if you are having sex at all while Yabspot is on, please email us at yes, please let us know. yet another BS pod at gmail.com and let us know how it is. Yeah. I need to know. We need video evidence also. Or, you know, if you're one of my friends, write me a message. I will anonymously read it on <laughs> on air. Uh do it. I would like to hear about your experiences. Like maybe, you know, you take the speaker, you lay it on the side, you turn the bass all the way up and I can just go like that Howard Stern movie. No, you just, you get one of those little like tube speakers, stick it up your ass while you're getting railed. Like the butt plug AirPod thing. That's that meme. Yeah. (laughs) Some people are going to be listening to this. They're going to hear me going that, and it's going to trigger a memory of hitting duster for them. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody new that's listening has probably turned it off by now. (laughs) That is very true. That is very true. Uh, Speaking of my good sir, I still have not heard from that girl. (laughs) (laughs) I told you. (laughs) Since I told her to check the show out. I do think that we ran her off. Yeah, probably so. Which, I mean, I mean, if she can't handle me on this show, I am unabashedly myself on this show. Yeah. So if you're too weak for Yazpod, you're too weak for the J-Man. Yeah. You, too oh, weak for oh. Yazpod, you don't get the D. Before we get in, speaking of D's, dog, uh, D's, D's nuts. nuts. So, I was at, I was asked by one Kana to try these nuts and tell everyone how these nuts taste. Um, I got these nuts in dill pickle flavor, in banana pudding flavor, and in sriracha ranch flavor. That's the only three flavors that we have of these nuts. Um, they are a product. If you go and look them up, D E E apostrophe S nuts there i posted a picture of the sign that we have now (laughs) for the store that's a picture of old lady d and it says d's nuts and the slogan is everyone loves d's nuts how in the (laughs) hell was that never an episode of always sunny Like, how? They had a character named D. How yeah. did they not think of that? Like, uh, I'm trying to hold the, the thing up here so you can see Old Lady yes. D. Old Lady D. And uh, She probably I will took tell a you, lot of D back in her day, too. <laughs> you ever... You, quick side tangent. You ever look at, like, an old lady and be like, I wonder how many dicks you've sucked in your lifetime? 
Because at a certain Sometimes. age, I guarantee it's probably one or two. But you, like, there's some ladies that are there in like their fifties or sixties. I'm like, I bet you have cleaned your teeth many a time. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I look at them and I want to fuck them. Like, there's some there's some old ladies that could get it. I don't have like right. an old lady fetish, but I mean, oh dude, I'll fuck an old bad. lady. I have fucked old ladies. And Speaking of, hold on. Okay. Oh, go ahead and actually go ahead. Speaking of, did you see the Martha Stewart's photo shoot? Yeah, her in the bikini? Yes. Yeah, she's like, 81. she could get it. Yeah, she can get it. She's done prison time, too, so you know she does kinky shit. If she got that cred, she does butt stuff. Oh, yeah. For Martha sure. Stewart will let you fuck her in the butt and then make you the best fucking French toast you've ever had in your life after. And I'm talking yeah. like I am all about that. Um while you lick the maple syrup out of her asshole exactly dude. and i'm not talking about fucking uh what used to was it pearl milling company now what used to be aunt jemima she's got that fucking good shit no, like that real from deal tree in canada <laughs> she put her asshole to the tap yes. and filled it and flew home just so you could lick that just so you could eat it out of her ass jesus christ this is what happens when we record at midnight <laughs> yeah um this is so, just my mind on a regular basis out of the flavors um the banana pudding one uh a flavor of these nuts surprisingly tastes like okay i'm sorry it's nanner pudding but it surprisingly tastes like banana pudding there you go like i'm very impressed um the dill pickle ones are really good and the sriracha ranch ones are tasty and they actually have a decent amount of heat they're not super hot but like they'll leave your tongue stinging a little and like that's nice you know um but I would like to point out something that I had not read until just now. If you would like to check out the website for D's Nuts, you can go to www.grabdsnuts.com. Dude, they, this is my favorite marketing ever. They, there's not even anybody named D. Like, this is two fucking frat boys that made their own fucking <laughs> peanut company. This is fucking, it's fucking tremendous. And apparently there's a bunch of other flavors. And I want to try them all. So you're speaking of the Sriracha. I tried not too recently. It's been a few months back. Um, so Pocky, the company that makes the one chip challenge, yeah, has a line of just potato chips now. Like corn chips, not potato chips. I was going to say, yeah, chips. the corn chips. I love the ghost pepper ones, dude. Yeah, the ha- the haunted ghost pepper. I tried yeah. them. They got some fucking heat behind them. They are fucking hot, bro. They're hot. Like I can <laughs> eat one. <laughs> I'll eat one. I, that's about it. Yeah, I'll eat like a handful of those and then put them up because if I eat because I can sit there and eat the whole bag and then just feel terrible for a while. I feel like that's um, really bad for your anus too. To it's eat it's a whole bad bag for of all of your insides. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember who was it? Was it Cody? Was it Cody Halverson? Shout out to Cody if he, if he listens to this show. Um, he took some, I believe, or somebody took some of those chips to the uh, the last MoCon or something with the factory sealed crew. Oh, yeah. And on one of the episodes, it was just really funny to hear Eric talk about how those chips came straight from Satan's asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, those chips fucking lit me on fire. Oh, they're and fucking like, yeah, hot. I, I will be the first to admit they're fucking hot. But you know, what, you know what was worse than those to me? The bomb. Have you ever tried to bomb? No. Bomb's awful. There are some chips that they sell in Walmart, like fucking 
store brand potato chips. And when you take them out of the pack, they're fucking fire engine red. Oh, yeah, the hot chips, dude. Yeah, they are, are good. fucking hot. Those are good, bro. Um, those are like the potato chip version of Andy's hot fries. Um, Burning hot flavored potato chips. Burning hot is not a flavor. Fucking great value. That's not a flavor. I really uh, want to try the one chip challenge one day. You know what? I, I, I wonder what it, would happen if you took a <clears throat> took the one chip and put it in your butt instead of eating it. I'm just catastrophe. curious. Yeah, I'm just curious. Will that like literally destroy your anus? Like, would you have to get your colon removed? Will the boiling lava hot burn my mouth? It'll destroy your mouth. Yes, it'll destroy your anus. Um, but yeah, dude, maybe uh, you know, if that's something that y'all would want to see, uh, join the Patreon and let's say what do we what do we get a month right now? Thirty. I have it pulled up so I can go look. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We get $30 a month. If we can get our Patreon to $50 a month, I will record myself eating a one chip <clears throat> with you on Discord to make fun of me for it. And I will post it to the, a video of me doing that on the Patreon. If we get to $100 a month, I'll eat two at a time. Fuck around and find out. Bro, I didn't know this. I exists. will do a lot for money. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this exists. Let me make sure this is what I'm thinking it is. Have you ever heard of Doritos Roulette? No, I'm intrigued. I'm going to send you this link. Apparently, Walmart carries this. <coughs> send um, it to me on Discord, please. Let's see. I'm just going to screenshot it and show it to you. So, the one I looked at was Nacho Cheese Doritos. But apparently, every it says one in a handful has the spice turned up to 11. So it's a bag of nacho cheese, and every so often you're going to eat a fucking Pocky's chip. Well, hold on now. Because it, if it's Doritos, like, if it's just... Not, okay, <clears throat> let me clarify my thoughts real quick. If it's just a bag of nacho cheese Doritos and then every now and then they're the spicy nacho cheese Doritos or whatever, then that's not really that bad. Maybe. Says uh, now. Says Doritos, roulette, nacho cheese, tortilla chips combines your favorite flavors with an extremely spicy twist. Surprise your senses with this exhilarating mix of nacho cheese flavored chips and fiery hot tortilla chips. One out of a handful of chips takes the spice to another level. So it's Russian roulette for your asshole. <laughs> I mean, here's I my thing, though. I feel like you would be able to visibly see which chip has different spices on it. You know, like if you pour them out on a table and separated them, I feel like you'd be able to tell which ones were the odd ones out. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Uh, I mean, if it was like a Pocky chip, for sure, because those chips are almost black. Yeah. But between well, not the, a not the fiery nacho. Like the one chip ones are black, but the haunted ghost pepper ones are 
Oh no 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 yeah those they're are like a lighter Dorito color looking yeah they're kind yeah. of Dorito looking but a little off they're like if a if a Doritos chip and a Tostitos tortilla chip had a baby that was mostly black. But no, those Pocky chips are... They taste good. That's the fucked up part of it. The Haunted Ghost Pepper chips taste good until you swallow them. Like that's, that <laughs> so, chi- that's that chip you chew up and then spit out. Funny funny you say that because um, my dad one time made this salsa. My buddy Caleb was over. And it was so good until you stopped eating it. And then your mouth was on fucking fire. And Caleb called it pain sauce. Nice. And we just sat there, me, him, and my dad just sat there and kept eating it because it was like if we stopped, we were all in pain. So we just kept eating this salsa (laughs) and it fucked us all up. (laughs) There's apparently Carolina Reaper Cheetos now. I am interested. Cheetos Flaming Hot Carolina Reaper Cheese Puffs. Oh, they're puffs too? Says puffs, but the bag looks like crunchy. Or, oh, God damn it. Uh, Cheetos, uh, what are they called? Are they just yeah, the crunchy crunchies? Okay. Yeah, crunchy Cheetos. Um, man, I see, I, I prefer the puff Cheetos. Personally, I love them both. I talked I about that with somebody ones. the other day, and I was like, yeah, I like both, but I was like, I prefer crunchy. Yeah. Like, I'll eat either, but I do like the crunchy ones better. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if it's just because, like, as a kid, I really liked puffy Cheetos, and that just kind of carried over. But uh, yeah, I like the so puffy. Something. I like the cheese balls as a kid because of South Park. <laughs> Give me my cheesy peas, cheesy peas. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking hey. So what you what you been up to these past couple weeks, man? Uh, actually, this past weekend I did a fucking lot. Um, yeah. Up until then, not much. Um. Working out, dieting, playing Jedi Survivor, watching Entourage. Um, what did I do Friday night? I don't even fucking remember anymore. I did something Friday night. I don't remember. Um, Saturday, I went to my friend's daughter's quinceanera and didn't leave till like one thirty in the morning. We were just hanging out, talking and stuff. Um, made made some new friends. Just a fun party. Really genuinely had a good time. Then oh, last yeah. night was my buddy Mike's birthday. And so when I got off work, I went downtown to Boxcar, which is a barcade. And we played pinball and stuff and had a blast. Met That's what's up. Met a new guy named Tony. He's <laughs> friends with Mike. Hey, he's, Tony. No. He's gay. He's oh. from like my home county. So Word. he's very so he's he's fucking Leslie Jordan. Like he sounds like <laughs> Leslie Jordan. He's like So he got in an argument with a dude he knew because the dude got kicked out of the bar. All and right. he was gonna ride his bike home and Tony was like, No, you're not riding your bike home. Let me pay for an Uber. And the guy was like, I don't need a fucking Uber. I've got my bike. I can just ride my bike home. Like, they're sitting there fighting. And we go to walk to a different place. Tony catches He's like, I ain't sitting here arguing with him. His ass crazy as an outhouse rat. 
And like, dude, I'm just <laughs> dying the whole. He's just saying shit like that the whole time. I'm like, I love you, Tony. You're fucking great. What? What does that even mean? <laughs> That's true. Uh, he was telling the story. Have you ever heard the story of Cooter Brown? You ever heard somebody say drunk is Cooter Brown? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. So uh, he told me the story of it. Um, apparently, during the Civil War, Cooter Brown lived on the Mason Dixon line. And, you know, the the army could come to your house and, you know, make you join the army. But apparently yeah. there was a law in place that if you were too drunk to sign the papers, they couldn't take you. So apparently Cooter Brown stayed drunk 24 hours a day until the war was over. So that when they came to his house, he's like, I'm drunk. I can't sign the papers. And that's where Tremendous. the saying comes from. That's amazing. Yes. So apparently he <laughs> just stayed drunk the entire fucking civil war that's fantastic dude that's i didn't know that fucking fantastic i love it <laughs> so there you go everybody that's the story you, you ever hear anybody say drunk as cooter brown which unless you live in the south you won't but that's where it comes from apparently i didn't do any research taking tony's word because he's charming and i like him there you go <laughs> <laughs> oh tony was great he was telling me about his grandmother that used to scavenge shit and she'd pick up the boy with down syndrome from the town and she wouldn't pay him until they got to the place to start scavenging she didn't pay him for riding in the truck and he would go out there and point at stuff and she'd give him a thumbs up or thumbs down on whether to put it in the thing apparently when they tore my elementary school down they had these little like you know like kindergarten urinals and stuff the little small ones Apparently she got 12 of those, put them in her garden, and planted flowers in them. So, yeah, All living, right. living in the South is a fucking adventure, man. Yeah, there's some wild shit that goes on down here. Um, Yeah, it's nuts. I have finally started writing a screenplay because my dream job is to be a director. And over the past week, been dealing with my depression. I think we've talked about it off air. Mm-hmm. Been dealing with it pretty bad lately. And a fucking like a, a switch flipped i don't know if i'm manic depressive or whatever maybe i'm in a manic episode but i was like you know what fuck it if i gotta i'm gonna write the screenplay if i gotta film it with a bunch of friends and a goddamn iphone i'm gonna make a movie so i got the first 10 pages of the screenplay written i'm aiming for about 50 to 70 pages if i can get that far um i just, i'm kind of letting the story write itself and just see where it lands um and then i'll figure it out i got a friend who owns a production company but camera crews and shit cost money that i don't have so yeah and i said i'll figure it the fuck out um you can make it like a found footage type thing yeah well depending on the type of story you're trying to tell i got the story and i don't want to say too much about it but no yeah obviously it would be better more well produced but um, I mean, maybe I'll write a fucking horror Blair Witch style thing. Just do a found footage in my fucking yard in the woods. It wouldn't be too hard to do. Um, what else have I been doing? I went out today and, oh no, I went Saturday morning, bought a new pair of shoes, which I posted on my Facebook, bought a pair of Jordan one mids in black and red been wanting a pair for a while i had i had a gift card left from christmas with like 140 bucks on it and i was like you know what 
I'll buy me a fucking pair of shoes that I want. That gift card's done. There we go. Then today I went out and Quentin Tarantino has a new book out, which my buddy told me is great. So I went and bought that. And I found a book for my nephew from a local writer at a, at a local independent bookstore called Dinosaurs Don't Have Butts. And I was like, yes, my nephew's seven. He'll love this shit. So I bought it and gave it to him, and he fucking loved it. He showed it to his friends after his baseball game, and they were giggling about it and stuff. So, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I'll give a shout-out. Reed Murphy wrote it. It's called Dinosaurs Don't Have Butts, and it's a kid's book. So you have little kids, see if you can order a copy and uh, read it to them. Pretty, pretty interesting little story. Oh yeah. Other That's than that, up, mm, not much. What about you? How's your two weeks been? Uh interesting. Interesting. What, do you want <clears throat> you want the good first, or you want the bad first? Mm, surprise me. I was like, you want to bring it down so then we can bring it back up. <laughs> sure. All right. So there uh, there have been some new implements up at work, right? Yes. So, the other day, I got told the vitamin section is now my section. Cool. That's fine. I like having a section that is mine. Nobody else touches it. Yeah, that's... You know what I mean? That's nice because you can do it the way you want it and not have to worry about it. Yes, 100%. So, I got asked to go over there and pull dates. So, I started doing it and I got about three or four... Um, sections down and I was like man this is killing my knees and my back squatting down to do these lower shelves so we have a rolly chair not a computer it's not well I guess it is a computer chair kind of but like it doesn't have arms on it or anything it's just a rolly chair like you'd sit at a yeah. just a desk or something Um, so I went and grabbed that and brought it over there and had my cart next to me and then just continued to bust it out I got done in like hour and a half two hours and if I'd have kept going the way I was doing it before, it had taken me my entire fucking five-hour shift. And right? let me guess. They gave you shit for sitting down on the job. Bro. So, I get done. I have... <clears throat> so, I don't know how to describe how big these uh, carts are that we use. But they're like these gray carts. And they're, they're like... I, I know what you're talking maybe, about. They're like maybe slightly bigger than a welcome mat, sort of. Like surface yeah. wise, yeah, and yeah. The, then we have some like ones that are slightly bigger, and I was using one of the slightly bigger ones. Um, so we'll say it's two feet wide by like three feet long. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's maybe even three feet. I don't know. It's it. Well, no, not not necessarily. It doesn't matter. It's a big. It's a big enough cart that yeah. I had the entirety of it full, and then another stack on top of it full of all yeah. these out of dates. So I come walking up front, wheeling up this fucking gold mine of shit that shouldn't be on the shelf, thinking that I'm going to get a good job. Hey, thank you for doing that. Yeah. So I come pushing that up, and I roll the chair. I'm rolling the chair behind me, and I look at Kayla and I said, "Kayla, what would you like me to do with all these out of dates?" And she goes, "Oh, Trisha, I found your chair." And around the corner where Kayla was standing was Trisha, who was standing there doing something. And I peered around the corner and she looked at me and she's like, I've been looking for that. And in my head, I'm like, 
if you'd have fucking waddled to the other side of the store, you'd have found it. I was going to say, you're you're better than me because I'd have been like, you didn't look too hard because it's been right here for the last two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've been on the other side of the store. It's like, that's it. So, um, she says that, just so you know, uh, there's been an edict come down from corporate within the last month or so that you have to have a doctor's note and approval to be able to sit while at work. And I just looked at her and went, okay. And she's like, I had to go get a doctor's note. And I'm thinking to myself, you went and got a doctor's note so you could sit your fat ass down and didn't tell any of us this for the past fucking month that we could go do that. Yeah. But also, so I looked at her. I'm getting to the point where I don't give a fuck if I get fired. Right. And I hate that. I hate that feeling because I need the money. But like, if if anybody understands, it's people who listen to this show, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like specifically, like you and Megan, because you guys get, used to get the brunt of it, like when it was going through all the hard, sh- like the rough shit. But anyways, so I'm like, I looked Trisha directly in the face, and I just said to her, I said, "Listen, is Walgreens going to pay for me to go to the doctor? Because as it's right now." I don't have any money in my savings account because all my money goes towards my fucking bills. I didn't say fuck, but yeah. I was like, goes towards my bills. I don't have money to go to the doctor. I said, I don't even know if my insurance would cover something like that. I'm like, what, what the fuck? And she's like, well, that's just the way it is. So I left the chair and I just, I just turned around like mid conversation. I just turned around and walked off yep. <clears throat> and I grabbed the, I grabbed the uh, vitamins and Lane, Lane is standing here watching this entire thing in just his mouth agape. Like, are you fucking serious? We can't sit down. Yeah. Not even for a minute. That's the, we could get written up for sitting down. So anyway, I'm pushing these vitamins. Oh, I just felt, I just felt my mic, that pee hit hard. (laughs) I felt my ears go and come back in. So that's going to be a fun edit. Anyway, um, I'm pushing the vitamins away. And I said, Kayla, what do you want me to do with these? And she's talking to Trisha. Trisha's now around the corner where I can't see her anymore, right? And I'm like, Kayla, what do you want me to do with these? Kayla, what do you want me to do with these? <laughs> and she, she she just wasn't paying attention to me. So very loudly, I just went, fuck it. I'll just go put them in the back. And I just walked them and put them in. The, and no one said anything to me about the, saying that. But I said it clear enough that like everyone in the store probably heard me say, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And funny uh, enough, are you finished? Or oh, no, I was just say okay. when I came walking back up, Lane was talking to Kayla. I wasn't even part of this conversation. Lane's talking to Kayla, like, so who in who in corporate can I talk to about this? Because this is fucking bullshit. Like, if somebody wants to be able to sit down, they should be able to fucking sit down. Like, that's stupid. Now, one more thing. The next day, I came in, and I was the eleven to five. I was working another eleven to five shift or whatever. Annie's working. Annie is this girl that I work with, sweet black girl, cute, like she's a very, she's a sweetheart, right? She's also pregnant. <clears throat> she looked at me and told me, I, I shouldn't even fucking be here. She goes, my medical leave started today and I am dilating. She's like, my vagina, Dalton, is widening as we speak. <laughs> and she goes, I should not be here. She was not allowed to sit down either. She's fucking nine months pregnant and not yeah. allowed to sit down. I'm like, that is a lawsuit waiting to happen. Are you fucking serious? 
Walgreens Boots Alliance. You fucks. You want you, you want Walgreens? Shit. You want Walgreens to pay for your doctor's note? Start st- start stocking your vitamins. Fall out of the floor. Like, oh god, my back. Oh, I can't get up. Oh my god. Unfortunately, even if I, even though I have my medical card, yeah. They could be like, oh, well, you were probably on drugs. You you have drugs in your system. You were probably on drugs at work. And that, and then it just fire me for that. True. And then it's just null and void. True. Unfortunately. Even though I have that card that says I can legally yep. be stoned, they'd probably just make it something else because it's not federally legal. Well, dude, even it's if it's legal, becoming- it's still company pol- companies can have policies against it. Yeah. Yeah. So then... Just today, just running, she was just running me, Mike, and Lane ragged. So, she, you've heard me say, I'm sorry, I'll let you get to your point in a second. You've heard me say the whole thing about she gets on us about wasting steps. Yeah. Like working truck and things like that. So, listen, someone, I don't know who, but someone lost a handheld. We have four of the little zebra fucking phones. One of them is missing and they can't find it. So now all of them are locked in the safe and we they have to be signed out by a shift lead. So if I want a handheld, I then have to walk around the store, find a shift lead, ask them to go get it for me, walk with them back to the office so they can take it out, sign it out, hand it to me, and then go about our business. So I'm like, this is fucking stupid, right? So then I ask Jess, we're unloading truck. I'm already telling her how stupid it is that we have to lock the handhelds in there. Yeah. I ask her, hey, I tried all the keys on your key ring, but the cor- none of them worked for the lock that's on the corral. So the corral is where we keep our old totes yeah. from the last truck. And it's like, you know, when we get the new totes in, we give the truck the old totes, they leave it. That is also now locked in the safe for some unknown fucking reason. So she had to then walk to the office, go get that, bring it to me so I could then open it. I'm like, for a fucking cunt who says that we are wasting too many steps, she sure added a lot of fucking steps to these situations for no fucking reason. Yep. It is the most hypocritical, stupid fucking bullshit. Jeremy, I walked out of the fucking office the other day. This is how I found out that they were all locked in the fucking safe. I'm up front. We have a huge line. There's a guy that comes up to me and he's there to pick up a FedEx package that was delivered to the store for him. I'm like, okay, I'm looking around. Lane, do you see a handheld around? No, I don't have one. Okay, call over the intercom. Could we get a handheld up front, please? Handheld up front. Thank you. Click. Sir, if I could have you step to the side, it should only be a minute. I'm going to ring these customers. We got through this entire long-ass line, and no one had shown up with a handheld yet. So I looked at him and said, man, I'm going to go find one. Like, you've been standing here. Thank you for being patient. I wander off. I go looking all around. I go straight. Then I I look on the carts and stuff to see if I can find one. I go to the office. Can't find any. I come walking out of the office. Jeremy, the office door is, let's say, here. Yeah. Okay, and it's facing like a couple aisles. The immediate six, no, I'm sorry, maybe 10 feet, maybe 10 feet away from the door where the offices are at is Trisha standing on the aisle 
doing something right there. I said, hey, where are all the handhelds at? And she looks at me over her shoulder with like this condescending look and just goes, uh, they're locked in the safe. And I went, why? And she goes, because that's what we're doing now. And I said, well, I kind of need one. We have a customer that's been waiting for, like, for FedEx stuff. And she's like, well, you need to find Melanie and have her get one for you. And my head almost exploded. I almost like called her a lazy piece of shit, like yeah. straight up to her face. Melanie is on the other side of the store. And I can, so I go walking off and I said, are you serious? And I just went, Melanie, like that, because she's our new shift lead. So she comes walking off or she says, are you looking for me? I hear. And when I, when I shouted Melanie, Trisha goes, you need to call her over the intercom and not yell across the store. Okay. You so use the that, machine that yells across the store. Don't just yell across <laughs> the store. Yeah. So that means that I have to walk up front to call Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point I am seething. So I'm walking and Melanie goes, are you looking for me? I said, hold on, honey. And I walked up front and I clicked up the thing. I said, click. Melanie, can you come up front with a handheld, please? Thank you. Clock. So Trisha likes you to hit in call before you hang that thing up so it doesn't do the. Yeah. No, I let that motherfucker and then put it back. So Dude, Melanie comes walking up there. You're the hand- oh. way nicer than me because what I would have done when she told me I needed to find Melanie, I would have went to the guy that was there for the package and I would have said, excuse me, sir. Right over there on aisle 12, there's a lady named Trisha. She's going to take care of you and your package. And I would have just went back to doing my job. Let it be her fucking problem. What I should have done is just handed him the motherfucker and been like, here you go. Like, they can deal with this shit later. It's going to come up and if they can fire me for it, I don't care. But so Melanie comes walking up front with a handheld finally. And I looked at her and I went, I just want you to know I'm not I'm not aggravated with you right now. I was like, I might be being a dick, but it's not towards you. And she goes, okay, I didn't hear you call the first time. Did you call already? And I was like, yeah. I was like, my issue is, was Trisha was five feet away from where I fucking needed a handheld. She made me come find you for one. I was like, she could have fucking waddled her fat ass. And Melanie, like I said, my, Melanie's brand new. So Melanie is getting like full taste of angry Dalton. Like <laughs> right off the bat where I'm just like this. fuck. So I think it was later that Later that same day, um, I'm sorry. This was uh, before that. What had kind of annoyed me was I was in the bathroom, and then I went and worked in the cooler. Came out, and because they called IC three, so I came up front. And Melanie goes, "Trisha called up here when you didn't show up immediately, and was wondering why you haven't shown up yet. So, like, I just need to know what to tell her. Um, I figured that you might be in the bathroom, and I didn't want to tell her, you know, that you were in the bathroom because that's personal business, you know." Yeah. And I went, well, for one, I appreciate that. Two, I was just working in the cooler. And three, if she's really worried about it, she could have come help me wipe my ass and speed the situation up. And Melanie just went, okay, and walked off. <laughs> and I was Dude. like, yeah, welcome to the store, girl. So we have the walkie-talkie radios at the plant, right? Mm-hmm. And just to tell you how why I couldn't do your job, they called <laughs> for a mechanic. I said, okay, on the way. I had to walk from across the plant. Supervisor calls back. Why isn't a mechanic over here yet? On the radio where everybody in the plant could hear, I said, because I have to walk over there, Jay. I don't have a fucking teleportation machine yet. And I got <laughs> off the radio. And he would get so mad, but I'm like, dude, I got to fucking walk over here. 
Like, fucking deal. You with need it. me, motherfucker. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. So, so the chair thing, the reason I knew you got in trouble for sitting down, <laughs> when I was working at the plant, I was doing a job. Um, so, flask bottles, Bacardi has them, a few different companies. Yeah. Well, we made flasks too. And some of them had to be oriented in the box a certain way. They had an arrow on the bottom. All the arrows had to be pointing the right way. So they would put somebody on the line, stopping each box, checking to make sure all the arrows were pointing the right way. This line was about knee high. So you can imagine eight hours bent over that line. Your fucking back's going to be in half by the end oh, of the day. Oh yeah, I would be I would be throbbing, bro. So he put, and not in a good way. So this this manager named uh Ronnie put me on it. And I stayed over there for like an hour and a half. First break. I went in the back in the conference room, got a folding chair, brought it out there. After my break, sat down in the fold chair, doing the job perfectly fine. No no issue. Here comes Ronnie. Ronnie was a smart ass. As everyone listening to this knows, I'm a smart ass too. So Ronnie comes you don't like, say. where'd you get that chair from? I was like, oh, I went and got it from the conference room on my break. Uh, well, who told you you could get it? I said, I told me I could get it. He's like, well, I don't want it over here. I was like, why? Why? Tell me why I can't have it over here. And he was like, I don't like people sitting down on my shift. I said, Ronnie, I'm 6'4". I'm not going to bend over this fucking line all night. You don't want me to have this chair? Me, you, and a union rep can go in the office and we can fucking talk about it. Guess what? Not only did I keep that chair there, every other shift got to have that chair there too. I was like, I ain't fucking playing with you. Like, you want to tell me I can't have the chair? I will go the fuck home. I don't care. Like, I was in a union. I have rights. I could have walked the five bill like my back hurts. I got to go home, find somebody else to do the job. I'd have fucking left. Dude, you know what's funny? Speaking of unions. Yeah. Is I see on the Reddit, the Walgreens Reddit all the time about people are saying that the workers of Walgreens should unionize. And then you get people who pop in that are like, no, that would never work. Unions are terrible. Yada, yada, yada. And two things I always see. One is you must be a Pinkerton. Yeah. <laughs> Which just cracks me up. Um, and two, Ooh, speaking, people are like, speaking of oh, Pinkertons, I, I have a Pinkerton story too. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the other one I see is you must be a store manager. Like, or, or higher up in corporate. Because the only people who don't want better working conditions and stuff for workers are those people. <laughs> yeah. So we are like severely understaffed. Kayla had to open by herself the other day, and you're not supposed to do that. There's not yeah. supposed to be only one person in the store. Yeah. But we're understaffed. Trish won't fucking hire anybody. Cause she says corporate won't give her the hours. She doesn't want to cut other people's hours. Yeah. I understand that. But we need fucking help. Even if it affects my paycheck, it's like I don't mind paying taxes if it helps other people. I don't mind taking a five-hour cut a week. To you could cut everyone two hours, yeah. two hours a week, and that would give us enough hours for a whole another person. Yep. I'm okay with losing two hours. I take two hours worth of shits at work throughout yeah. the week. Like, <clears throat> yeah, dude, we getting paid just, to take a shit is is kind of nice. 
Fuck yeah. It's, fucking, it's also nice. I fucking jerked off on the clock before. That's even better. <laughs> I have done that as well. Um, But, dude, there are times because I can't just like sit down and chill that I say I have to go to the bathroom. I just go in there and sit for 10 minutes. Yeah. Like straight up. I don't give a fuck. Like <clears throat> if my back and my knees are literally throbbing because I'm doing my absolute best to get everything that you want me to do done because you're giving me two people's worth of work. Yeah. I'm going to fucking rest when I feel like resting. Yep. I don't know if that just means I should be my own boss and I really am not cut out for having someone above me. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I have a problem with authority. But like when I used to work with it's beca- it's got to be because when I worked with my buddy Wes for 2 or 3 years doing the property preservation stuff, we were the crew, me and him. Yeah. So like yeah, we had four or five people's worth of work to do. But if we wanted to sit down and chill, we could sit down and chill. We wanted to take a quick break to get some food, we could. Yo, let's let's Paul. You know, he would uh, uh, like 20, 30 times a day. He'd be like, "Yo, man, let's take a break for a second, have a cigarette." Or you know, put a dip in. I'm gonna have a cigarette. Yeah. Like that was just how it went all the time, and it was so nice. And the ability, the the sheer, not giving a fuck that he had that rubbed off on me. Like when nosy neighbors would come up and start taking pictures of our work truck because they were going to call the cops and homeowners because we were there and I'm, and he would be like, I am legally not required nor allowed to tell you why I'm here. So you can take yourself and your stupid little dog and go the fuck back in your house and mind your own fucking business. How about that lady? I'd seen him say things like that multiple times (laughs) and then the cops would show up. And we would show the cops our paperwork and they'd be like, okay, yeah, you guys are fine. Yeah. And then those people who called the cops on us would be super pissed off that nothing happened. And then they would just stand there and watch us. Yep. It's tremendous. Fucking Cairns. You know who never fucked with us? Anytime we were in the hood. Yep. We were working in the hood. Everybody left us the fuck alone. They, like one dude even offered to help us and Wes gave him a fucking like 20 and the dude did some heavy lifting for us. It was fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, but dude, you get into those hoity toity neighborhoods, and goddamn, if every white lady ain't fucking interested and pissed that you're working on the house across the street. You're fucking nosy, man. Fucking mind your business. Mind your fucking. It's like my, my mom is the sweetest, one of the sweetest ladies in the world. I won't say the sweetest, but one of the sweetest ladies in the world. Yeah. All the time. She'll be like, did you see so-and-so broke up? What happened? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you talk to him all the time. I know. Not about that. Yeah. I don't pry. If they want to talk to me about it, they'll talk to me. Because like, I'll be like, hey, man, I heard you guys broke up. That sucks. Yeah. And he'll be like, yeah, you know. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. End of discussion. If they don't go into it, I'm not going to pry. Yeah. I used to be the type of person that would pick and pry until they told me, and like, I don't want to be that person anymore because those people are annoying. Yep. I've had it done to me multiple times now. And I'm like, leave me alone. So I don't know where I was going with that. I'm high. <laughs> See, <laughs> so I don't pry, but I'm nosy as fuck. So I'm going to try to find out. You don't say. But I'm not going to try to find out from you. I'm going to ask mutual friends. Like, have you heard anything about this? Do you know what's going on? I'm going to get the information. I'm just not going to get it from the horse's mouth. <laughs> Sometimes I'll um, just be like, what the fuck happened? 
Like, I'm nosy. I want to know. So, I will... Okay, so that's that's pretty much the bad stuff out of the way. Yes. All right. Um, so, I had a date. Yes. And it was very interesting. Okay, it, I, I call it a date. It was more of like an, a, a hanging out thing. But we went out, we ate, and then we came back to my house and hung out for a while. Did you pay for the food? I did. Date. Here's the thing, though. When we got there, because I took her to with me to uh, the dispensary, and then we went to Chick-fil-A. And she started pulling change out of her purse and was like counting change. And I was like, listen, I will buy you food. Don't worry about it. Okay, but you have to let me cash app you back. Yeah, no worries. Well, she never did. So yeah. I'm like, all right. Date. So, um, so we sat there and we ate. And uh, so there was like some weird things that happened like that I'm just not used to. I guess I'm not used to. <laughs> like she didn't like my music. So she leaned up and turned it off. Yeah. Um, and then when we were in traffic... Like, traffic is stop and go, especially in cities like Gainesville, where there's just a lot of it. And she tells me, you got to lay off the brake, man. I'm hungover and you're killing me. And I'm like, all so you right. going to kill you more? <laughs> Crashing into the back of a car. <laughs> so once we got, like, food in us and stuff and we headed back to my house, um, we hung out in my room, got snowed, and she was playing around on my uh, Hogwarts Legacy game and stuff and uh it was a good time it was a good time i had fun um so then uh i'll ask you this first sir since there was a holiday since last time we recorded what did you do anything special for mother's day no i went and visited my mom and uh then went to work fair enough i uh, i also worked on mother's day all day um i thought i was gonna miss out on mother's day dinner but turned out my grandpa and my grandma weren't really feeling that great that day and my dad and my mom weren't really feeling that great that day so no one did anything do <laughs> so i was like all right so uh i got my mom a flower that's like one of those that's supposed to live for up to a year yeah yeah and I got her uh, some lint truffles and stuff. And I told her, you know, happy Mother's Day. I love you and all that jazz. Um, I, so I messaged Brandy. And I was like, what's your favorite candy these days? And she was like, oh, that's such a hard question. I love all candy. She's like, uh, Twix is always really good. Uh, York peppermint patties are a sure win. And then like any fruity gummy candy I'm all about. I was like, bet. Thank you. This was a few days before Mother's Day, right? I'm sure she assumed what it was, though. Yeah. So I got a bag of Twix. I got a bag of the York Peppermint Patties. I got a bag of gummy bears, and I got a bag of gummy lifesavers. And I got a bag, uh, a little thing of the uh, lint truffles, but they taste like cookies and cream. Right? Yeah. And then I got three of the flowers that <clears throat> last year. So I went over there or no, 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 excuse me. So I, the flowers come later. I'm sorry. I'm getting things mixed up. So I go over there. I had one flower at first and on mother's day after I had gotten 
or the day after Mother's Day, excuse me. Um, she got home from work and then I didn't hear from her because we were supposed to hang out. I didn't hear from her for like an hour, hour and a half. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe she just got busy and we'll hang out another night or whatever. So then she texts me and she's like, hey, I'm sorry, you can head over or whatever. <clears throat> okay. She's like, I'll tell you why it's been so long when you get here if you would like to talk about it. Yeah, of course. I mean, if there's something wrong, you know, I'll, I'll talk. So she said, um, and I won't, I won't name his name because he's a, we'll call him Douchebag McGee. So Douchebag McGee brought her some Mother's Day flowers and it didn't go well. Uh, uh, her, her, her ex. <clears throat> and uh, so I immediately get a pit in my stomach because flashback to young Dalton, madly in love with this girl, invites her over one day have a note written on my front door that says she's a gamer as well. So um, it says, you know, you have now been given a quest or something along those lines. Uh, Inside this door, you will find the trail. Follow this trail to receive the key item and uh, further instruction. So she opens the door and I had laid flowers running from my front door around into my bedroom. <clears throat> that then circled around a um, like a little case with a note on top of it. And the note basically told her my feelings for her. Yeah. And inside the thing, I don't remember. I hate that I don't remember this because I feel like part of my brain blocked it out. But like it was either a, a ring or a necklace, I want to say. Yeah. Um, not like a proposal ring or anything, you know, but just a ring or, or a necklace, whatever it was. And the note at the end said, um, come find the bard and you will complete your quest. So at this point, I had been watching from the other room where she, I watched her go into my room. So I waited a few minutes and then went out into the living room and started playing my guitar. And I played I Will Follow You Into the Dark by Death Cab for Cutie, right? Yeah. So as she comes walking into the living room, I start singing it because I just been playing the chords. And she sits down in the chair in front of me and just like looks at me while I'm playing. And I am like, surely, surely this has gotten through. Again, I'm young, dumb, naive, didn't understand that there was just a friendship here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was one, It was like unrequited love as we've talked about before. Um, and I get done playing and she tells me that it was one of the sweetest things that someone had ever done for her. And I said, then why do you look so sad? Cause she, at this point she looked really sad yeah. and I was like, you know, why, why do you look so sad? And she said, uh, you just reminded me of Eddie. That's all who was her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and then she Shot proceeded to, to be heart. sad the rest of the night. Yeah. And, uh, so now fl- flashback forward. She tells me that it went bad and he had brought her flowers, right? Yeah. I get an absolute pit in my stomach and I'm like, fuck. Because I had this whole thing planned out in my head and now a key part of it is missing, right? So I I, I make a, a decision to leave the flower at home. Yeah. I'm going to leave it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to another time. So I get all the other stuff together and I go over there. And, um, I go in, you know, I go in, I give her a big old hug and I said, okay, first and foremost, before you tell me whatever happened, 
I want to make you smile first. I said, so come here. And I brought her over to the, the kitchen table and everything. And I said, I have some Mother's Day things for you, okay? And I, I left one one thing out, but I'll, I'll bring it up when it comes up. So I said, I, uh, I wanted you to know how much that you have truly always, and then I pulled out the York peppermint patties and said, meant to me. And I promised that I wouldn't play Twix on you when I tell you that throughout my entire life, you have truly been a lifesaver more than once. And you are the, you are just as sweet as can be, much like one of my favorite candies, gummy bears. And over the years, you've never left me. Like I've ran off a lot of people over the last 15 years that I've known you. And we're still, you know, we're still, you know, you're still here. I said, uh, so you could say that we go together and I pulled out the lint truffles and said, like cookies and cream. And I said, and she's like, oh, I love cookies and cream. And she's looking at that. And then I said, or, and I pulled out the stuffy that I had gotten, which was a little stuffed cheeseburger holding hands with a little stuffed thing of fries. And I said, or you could say we go together. And I pulled it out and I said, like burgers and fries. Now, before I gave it to her, I had said, there's a stuffed animal in here for you. But if you don't like it, you can give it to your daughter, Daphne. Right. I was like, I don't want to like, I don't want to like give you something. Like, I know if, if you don't like it, she'll enjoy it because it's just a stuffed animal type thing. So when I pulled that out, her face fucking lit up. I was not, I was expecting her to go like, Oh yeah, I'll give that to dad. No, she was like, Oh my God, that is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. She's like, are they holding hands? And she goes, are they attached? And she like shows to pull them apart. And she's like, Oh my God, thank you so much. And she gives me this big old fucking hug. And then she immediately runs over to her bookcase and like makes a spot for it and puts it there and then puts the, the note that I had written her too and puts it in there. She goes, remind me to read that later. Okay. So at this point, I said, there was one other part. I said, but I left it at home on, on purpose, if I'm being honest. And she was like, what? Why? What'd you do? I said, because you said that Clay, uh, I said his name. Yeah, his name's Clay. He's a fucking douchebag. Fuck him. Anyway, um, I was like, because you said that he had, you know, brought you flowers and stuff. And I didn't know the situation. Or She, she goes, Dalton. I love flowers. You can bring me flowers anytime. I would have loved to have gotten a flower from you. And I was like, word. All right. Well, I said, well, then just so you know, the other part of this was going to be that I pulled the flower out and handed it to you and said, and this is for being the most lovely flower in the garden that I call life. So basically you came out to her on Mother's Day because that was pretty gay. Yeah, whatever you want to say, dog. Like, that's <laughs> fine. Um, and of course, like when I when I did the mint thing, she goes, you went cheesy. Of course you went cheesy. Yeah. You always go cheesy. I'm like, I always go cheesy. It's, it's just what I do. I like being cheesy and romantic. It's just like part of me. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, it went really well. It went really well. And then uh, when I took her the flowers, I ended up getting her three because I couldn't decide between these other two i wanted to get her two and i couldn't pick between the two so i just bought both um so i gave her uh what was it one for being my best friend 
one for always being there for me and one for being uh what did i how did i I think i said uh and one for being the girl of my dreams always being the girl of my dreams yeah i was like there you are and she was like you're so sweet and then she told me that um she's gonna get these little like things to hang them on the wall because she's like if these last the whole year and they don't need water i want to like hang them in my hallway so i can like look at them while i'm walking through (laughs) i was like yeah go for it so that was uh that was the mother's day stuff um the only other thing that happened this week doesn't seem appropriate to talk about after (laughs) after that story so I'll, i'll save that one for another week sir did you know that at one point Tajiri was in a storyline that was basically like referencing Yakuza related stuff no. and WWF, WWE. And I just, I made this a note because I thought it was funny that Tajiri went to creative and was like, I really don't want to do this. I have to go back to Japan. I don't want to piss off the actual Yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, they don't fuck around over there, okay? I don't want to deal with that. And I was like, good on him. Good on him. Because, yeah, I wouldn't want to fuck with them either. You, no. you go back home, you're beat up from being a wrestler, and all of a sudden you look up and he's just like, Tajiri-san! And, <laughs> uh, and just beats the shit out of him. And then Kiryu's like, Tajiri! And then he beats him up too. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it'd be rough, dog. It'd be a rough day for Tajiri. <laughs> Oh, I did go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I heard that movie is sad as shit. The movie is dark. It's fucking dark. (laughs) But it's good. It's really good. I'm not going to get spoiler shit, but it's fucking great. I basically know that it's an origin story of sorts and that people tell me I see it. It's a rocket origin story and it's fucking depressing, but really good. Hell yeah. Uh, okay, so the first one that jumps out on me on these two topics that we have left before we get into the other stuff is what makes crazy eyes? So I was in the bathroom, like getting in the shower, getting out of the shower or whatever. And I was just, you know, looking at myself in the mirror as you do. And I realized like. I was like made a look and it was like wow that's fucking crazy eyes and it's I think the more white of your eyes you can see the crazier your eyes look like if you do that but if you like tilt your head back so like there's a lot more white it's just fucking crazy eyes so I was like that is not that's not the the context of this question I thought it was I thought you were going with no yeah, I was talking about what literally makes cra- eyes look crazy. And I think it's the more white you can see in them. See, I don't know about that, though, because, like, you ever just be talking to a girl and you can just look at her eyes and there's just something crazy in them? Next and time. It's not the white of their eyes. Next time that happens, see how much white you can see in her eyes. Just. Just I mean, document. I guess. Just document. Report back. I guess, dog. So, oh, 
while that girl was at my house, I learned something about myself. Now, we all know I've got a thing for pretty feet, yes. right? We've talked about this at length. You want to see? You want to see my <laughs> nope. foot? Look at it. I do not. Look at Ugh, it. You nasty. Dude, I got, men feet are gross, I got bro. nice feet. My feet are fucking nice. They got like vasculature. You like the rock on arm day. You're like, still... <laughs> Uh, it's still dude though, and I'm just like, ugh. I mean, to paint You're my hairy and gross. My feet are not hairy. My legs are hairy as fuck. My feet are fucking baby you know, Like you can look at my arms and see that my arms like have like little to no hair on them. Like they're oh, I'm very light blonde shit. hair. Well, yeah, my, my feet, chest, bro, nothing. My feet, fucking baby smooth. Like my chest, fucking hairy, hairy. See, I, I got nothing. I get little hairs around my nipples. That's about it. Oh, I got um, like a fucking nipple forest guard. Forest growth. Yeah. Kind of nipple guard. No, my feet, though, um, I don't know why. The tops of my feet are fucking baby smooth. They're nice feeling. I like them. I'm not a, I'm not a foot person, but I, my, my fucking top of my feet feel nice. <laughs> um, so this girl is sitting there, and I've never been one that like, I guess they call it dangling, like shoe dangling. Yeah. I've never been one that I thought I would be into that. And I don't know if I am into that. It might have just been that I had never seen this girl barefoot before. But she was wearing flats. Yeah. I guess they're called. Just little slip-on shoes. And she was sitting there playing Harry Potter. And the way she had her feet, she was just like dangling it off so I could see the arch of her foot. And that was about it. And I don't know what it was, but it drove me fucking crazy, bro. I'm sitting there like. So for a foot fetish person, is that like cleavage? It's kind of like cleavage, yeah. Boob. It's like just yeah, enough I, actually, to get your fucking motor running. I I think cleavage. Okay, so this is this is just a weird conversation to have, but I'm gonna have it anyway because <laughs> fucking who cares? Like this is, I yeah, think cleavage. Fun. Cleavage is more like when she's wearing. Uh, it's literally toe cleavage. Like if you if she's wearing shoes where you can just see like where her toes begin. Yeah. Like that's almost like cle- to me. Seeing the arch of the foot is more like side boob. So yeah, it's under more boob. Oh, under boob over side boob all day. Yeah. I think all, that was all, a oh. topic in the Discord. Yeah. Well, with big titties. With big titties. Smaller titties, I like side boob. I just like boob. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, all boob. Yes. Give me, just put it in my mouth. Um, so You know it's hot as fuck sh- when a chick has no top on and just has like her two fingers covering her nipples? Hot yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Agreed. So she's doing that. I mean, and then, we respect women here. Oh yeah, I absolutely I love women. I will uh, worship the ground they walk on. I don't give a fuck. Um but so she's doing that and then all of a sudden she just like puts her legs down, kicks her shoes off and then sits like Indian style. So I go from seeing just that to like her entire her entire foot and I was like, "Damn, she's got some cute feet." <laughs> and she's fucking sexy. There you go. Let's see. Let's see if I can find a selfie of her real quick to show you. Do, 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 One. Oh, yeah, she's cute. So, yeah, dude, she's pretty. Oh, yeah. Like, and so, and she's also, she's, she's, she's sweet as well and uh yeah so this friday uh 
for an entire week, I'm going to have the house to myself. Nice. And I look forward to taking advantage of that as far as like having people over and being able to like do whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, if I want to watch a movie in the living room cranked up, I can do that. Like, you know, it'd be fun. Um, so our last topic before we get into songs of the week and other shenanigans that we may have, what sleazy things have you done to get laid? I have an answer for this. Let's hear it. Had this girl over at my house one time. Her name was Natalie. And we were in my room. And I may have told this story before, but this is everyone's episode, maybe their first episode. Everybody's, every episode, maybe someone's first episode. So we're in my room and we had smoked damn near all of my pot already. And she asked me for a back rub. Yeah, sure. So she pulls her shirt off, lays down, undoes her bra, and she's laying there. And she says, so I'm rubbing her back, and she's like moaning, telling me it feels good, and says, you should put on porn. Word. I can do that. So I go over, ask her what she wants to watch. She tells me whatever it was. So I put it on, go back to rubbing her back. Uh, she, she, I, so I like pull her pants off down to her panties, you know what I'm saying? And I start rubbing her butt and her legs and stuff. So I start playing with her pussy. So I start fingering her and she is fucking loving this. Oh, yeah. And I lean over to her and I said, you want to fuck? And she says, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So she gets up doggy style position and I keep fingering her. Yeah. Well, I just pulled my dick out and started playing with it and got it rock fucking hard and then just kind of leaned forward and let it lay against her leg and she reached back and grabbed hold of my cock with her hand and I will never forget she she turned around and looked at me looked down at my dick looked back up at me and said okay you can fuck me <laughs> and I was like bet and I did, and I busted a nut all up in there, and it was great. Um, but yeah, that was literally just when in doubt, pull your dick out. <laughs> and it, that was the one time I used that, and it fucking worked. I don't think I'll ever use it again because then I can end with the hundred percent succession rate or success yeah. rate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I tried it once, boom, got it done. No need to do it again. <laughs> I uh, I thought of this topic because. I was thinking about something that happened in my 20s. I was uh, I was going to community college. Um, I think for like my internship or whatever, or my apprenticeship, and uh, I was talking to this girl. I can't remember her name anymore, but we've been talking for a little while. We Helga. I was a fuckboy in my 20s. I don't act like I wasn't I don't act like I was a great person I was a piece of shit talking to this girl and I wasn't interested in her in a relationship sense but I wanted to fuck anything on the planet that moved so I was like definitely want to fuck her and we had plans to hang out and she messaged me she's like I feel kind of bad she's like cause I know we made plans but 
I've been talking to this other guy too, and I really like him, and I kind of want to see where it goes. And I was like, fuck, this is like, I could have taught a class at Fuckboy University with this fucking plan I came up with. I'm like, well, how about this? I was like, you can come over, we can have sex, and then I'll stay out of the way, and you can see how things go with this guy. And she was like, you would do that for me? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm a nice guy like that. <laughs> if you tell me you would love me forever, I would have sex with you right now. Grab her by the shoulders. I will love you forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she comes over. You know, we do some sucking and fucking. Then I don't think I ever heard from her again. So. Goddamn. Yeah. See, I... I, I I, I could tell the story. I mean, I've told the story before about the time that I basically got paid to have sex with a girl, but like, I don't think that's sleazy on me. Yeah, no. I was just throwing some dick. Fun fact that girl's now a lesbian <laughs> and dating another one of my ex girlfriends who is also a lesbian. Like, nice. what a small world. Although they were, they were friends back then. Like, they were best friends. Oh, yeah. So, like, I dated one, got in trouble for making out at school with one, because she would just grab me in the middle of the hallway and throw her tongue down my throat. Nice. And teachers would be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I fucking but, miss high school. Like, God I don't. damn, I do. I don't. Listen, I mean, in high school, I was about 430 pounds. Between 400 and 430 pounds. I was having this conversation with Lane the other day at work. I said, you know, I said, growing up, I was always super big dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he was congratulating me on, oh, by the way, listeners, <clears throat> for the first time in 15 years, I am under 300 pounds. Muscle time. I am down to 293, even. Like, smack even. I was like, wow. Not even a point two. But, um, uh, so. Yeah. Muscle I was say, my, my, my next goal is uh, 275. I don't want to make it too yeah. low, so I'm going to oh, shoot yeah. for 25 at a time. I'm currently at 247.2, which is, I started, oh, yeah. started when I, when me and Jen broke up, I was like 281. So yeah, 247.2. My main goal is 220, but I'm going by 10. So like now I want to see that three on the scale and then go from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Quick side note. Um, I've thought about taking a hydroxy cut. It doesn't or work. Or something like that. It doesn't. It doesn't? Nope. None of that no. shit works. Um, I have found something that I buy. You can get it like Walmart and Target and shit. It's a, uh, you know, the Ollie brand vitamins. Probably yeah, we sell Walgreens. There's a yeah. metabolism. It's like a, it's like the Petrine candies, but it's apple cider. Um, and it's just based like apple cider and a couple of like other things that are proven oh, we, we, to. We, boost your metabolism i say we, we also sell like there's a big thing i think they're called golly not ollie but they're yeah. called gall g-o-l-l-i yeah. golly and uh it's a big old thing of apple cider gummies now these are like it'll be like a green label it's the ollie metabolism gummies <clears throat> i don't know if they've been helping me but since i started consistently taking one every day my weight has been dropping you know a quarter half a pound a pound a day whatever you know, depending yeah. on how dehydrated I am when I weigh in the morning. 
I would say try those because like hydroxy cut and V shred and all that shit. There's no like mixture of shit you can take to make you burn fat without diet and exercise. Um, there was one thing on the market. I think it was called Ally years ago that it sort of worked, but the way it worked was it blocked your body's ability to absorb fat. So anything you ate with fat in it, you shit it out as fat. So you basically just, yeah, you basically just had gross ass slimy diarrhea all the fucking time. Yeah. That, oh, that's awful. I don't think that shit's on the market anymore. Then Protein there was, powder gives me bad enough. Then there was Stacker trips, 2, which was basically speed. And then they came out. Then they came out because I'll never forget because it was Polly from fucking Sopranos when they came out with Stacker 2 Ephedra free. Yeah. He said Ephedra. It's not even, he didn't even say Ephedrin. Like, Stacker 2 Ephedra free. free. Yeah. <laughs> I saw them all the time during Monday Night Rock. <laughs> Old <laughs> Polly Walnuts. But yeah, try yeah, those. About try it. those Ollie. Those yeah, Ollie, I will look for those. For like sure. take one every morning, and then just. So what I've been doing with my diet is I didn't try to cut a bunch of shit out all at once. I kind of step stepped out of shit. So basically, I'll give you my because I'm a mono eater, so I can eat the same shit every day. It doesn't bother me. I don't eat shit when I get up. When I get to my store around eleven o'clock, I take that gummy, and I eat. A Lean Cuisine Protein Kick Pizza and a Quest Protein Cookie. Drink wa- nothing but water all day. About 3 to 4 o'clock I eat a um, like it's turkey and provolone cheese so it's like ultra thin uh, Hillshire Farms oven roasted turkey breast and a slice of ultra thin provolone. God, I love turkey bro. Okay. On uh Sarah Lee delightful bread, which is you can get white or whole wheat, that. but it's forty five calories. I think it's ninety calories for two slices. Like no sugar, low carb, like fucking, and it's the most delicious bread I think I've ever eaten in my life. I fucking love it. Um, that and another Quest protein cookie, and then I come home for dinner. I'm eating uh, Lean Cuisine five cheese rigatoni and a protein cookie. I eat three Quest protein cookies a day. If you're listening, Quest, hook me up with a fucking sponsorship for the show because I could use a case of fucking Quest cookies right now because this shit's getting expensive. Especially since I eat I eat those at work as well. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking good and there's no sugar in them. Yeah, they have a little bit of that protein, like a little. Them, but like bit. I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't mind. You know what I mean? It's it's tolerable. Yeah, it's like the uh, now. When I make shakes with my protein powder, it's got that yeah. too. And I'm like, it's just, it is what it is. Now, Lenny and Larry, the complete cookies are delicious, but they have way more sugar and shit in them. They have the Lenny and Larry, the boss cookies, which is the equivalent of the Quest cookie. But it's like, it's made of fucking protein powder. Like, I can't fucking eat them. <laughs> They're so like grainy and shit in the middle. Yeah. Like, I just can't fucking do it with the Quest. Quest is fucking good, so I eat like three a day. I also like uh, we have these protein bars that are called Bobos. Yeah, and they're uh, I get the stuffed ones, and there's like chocolate chip, peanut butter, there's almond butter, and then we just got a new one in that's peanut butter and strawberry jam. I haven't tried those yet, but uh, those are also really good if you're just looking to switch it up. Obviously, you wouldn't be looking to switch it up, but if anybody yeah. is, uh, 
looking for something. The Bobos ones are pretty good too. The stuffed ones. I don't really like the regular Bobos, but the Bobos stuffed are good. Not as good as D's nuts. Ha! I tried. I tried the Quest protein bars, the blueberry ones, because I was like, "Ooh, that sounds good, like a yeah. blueberry muffin." Not fucking good at all. So I have this weird thing with like, and that and that did it to me too with like fake blueberry flavor, where it almost like puts a little burn in the back of my throat. I don't know how to describe it. I don't mind the fake blueberry flavor, but it was just like the. Just the consistency and shit of the bar was just fucking horrible. Yeah, they're not great. No. They're not great. Um, so, so anyways, when I was in high school, like I was a big dude. Oh, yeah. So, people ask me now, like, God, how are you, how are you so funny? How are you so charming? Why are you so sweet? I fucking had to be. What girl was going to date an unfunny fat guy? Yeah. There's a movie. I don't remember what it was. It was Artie Lang. And he said, you know who gets laid less than a funny fat guy? An unfunny fat guy. Yeah. Uh, no, the only person who gets laid less than a funny fat guy is a serious fat guy. I think is what he said. Yeah. Nobody um, likes serious fat guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so like. I had friends in high school, like my buddy Keith, I'll never forget, we were leaving sixth period one day and this girl comes up to me and gives me a big old hug and a kiss on the cheek and says, I can't wait to see you after school today. And then giggles and walks off and Keith had a fucking meltdown. He's like, I don't fucking get it. Like, what are you talking? Because Keith's like a good looking dude, but he's like a skinny little emo ginger kid yeah. with like long, pretty hair and stuff. And he's like, I don't fucking get it. What don't you get? Dude, you're so fat. How do you pull all these hot chicks? I don't fucking understand it. And I said, I'm good like that, bro. He's like, why don't you fuck fat girls? Now, before before I say what I said here, let me clarify. I have nothing against bigger girls. I love all women. But at the time, me being a smart ass, he's like, why don't you just, why don't you fuck, why don't you ever fuck fat girls? Because I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fucked up but yeah i get what you're saying it is fucked up but i was at the, at the time i was like Van- fuck you keith <laughs> vanity in high school is anybody who says they weren't vain in high school is a fucking liar so that takes me back to brandy right like i said she will openly admit that she was shallow back in high school she's the one that told me one time that i would be the perfect boyfriend if i wasn't fat because she likes her boyfriends to look good standing next to her yeah Dagger to the fucking heart. That has stuck with me ever since. Oh, right? yeah. So that's why now, just a quick sidebar. What's like now when I do things for it's why like when she reacts like she's like really happy about it and stuff, it throws me off because I'm so used to the way we used to be because we grew apart for a little while. You know what yeah. I mean? So anyway, um, back to losing weight and stuff. I do. I So my next goal is to start trying to tone up some. Yeah. And I need to figure out how to do that because there are three to four things I'd really like to lessen. Okay. And it's the underarm flab. It's man boobs. It's my neck flab. And I want to get rid of some of the foops. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to do that though. Like, so, I mean, I know how to do the underarms cause like that's just doing lifts and things like that, but. 
So the other parts of me, I'm not really sure how. So here's the problem with that. You might not be able to because. Yeah, I've heard that from a doctor. Like loose skin and shit. You would have to get surgery to fix that problem. And like if you were 400 plus, you would have to get like Bobby Lashley size muscles to fill in that skin. Like, and I don't want to be that buff. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to be ripped. You know what I'm saying? I just want to look good naked. I mean, I would love to be like Austin Theory. I love it, but it's never going to happen. I don't because then I'm going to worry because I've always been a bigger dude. Then I'm going to worry like, well, do you like me because I'm charming and like you actually like me? Or do you like me because I'm a piece of candy that makes you horny when you look at me? Yeah. And that might be the difference between me and you. I don't know (laughs) that you're like, fuck yeah. I would like like to be looked at as a fucking sexual object. I'd be okay with that. (laughs) I like there to be some, at least a little feeling in it. Some like a connection of sort, like one night stands just don't really do it for me anymore. I'll do them and I'll fuck and I'll have a good time. It is what it is. But like, I much prefer having sex with somebody that I care about. So here's my thing about that though. Because you always had pretty girls, you know, coming up to you in Not always. high school. But I'm saying high school and all that, you know, you had women. I've never been a guy that anybody looked twice at. And so I've always had that fantasy of being the life of the party and being the guy that some girl, you know, wants to get hit on by or whatever. I'm just because I've never had that, so... I would take Austin Theory buffness. But the, here's the thing. Most women that I know, at least, they don't really like that. They don't want you to be that big. They want you to They want to look at guys like that, yeah. but they don't want to cuddle a dude like yeah, that. Like, it's not comfortable to cuddle with. It's like cuddling with a bag of rocks. Me and, me and my friend Joey were talking about this the other night. She was like, I like a guy with a little fluff because, you know, trying to cuddle somebody that's super skinny and all skin and bones or a real buff dude it's not comfortable and i was like yeah i dated this chick in my 20s that was skin and bones and like i tried to lay my head on her chest or whatever and it's like like a fucking pillowcase filled with sticks like it's just not comfortable dude yeah i i had a friend of mine who was a skinny mini and me and her used to be friends with benefits yeah and like, I was very happy when she started putting on an ass. Oh, yeah. Because, man, she would beat the shit out of my pelvis. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I will say. Like, I can understand. Dating-wise, and I get a little bit of flack for it, but I prefer petite girls. I like shorter girls. I like, you know, skinnier girls because I like to fucking throw them around like a caveman. I like to fucking. Yeah. And I was telling Joey about it. I was like, I like to pick them up by their ass and put them against the wall you know like i like doing that shit and it's hard to do that with bigger girls you know tall taller and wider like i was like i remember i'm not opposed to it i just if i have a preference it's to more petite girls a smaller frame i uh well i mean you you've seen how do I how do I go about that? So you've seen Megan. She's not yeah. like a big girl by yeah. any means, but she's not a small girl either. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I used to pick her up and throw her around and yeah. she was like 
I'm not used to this. Like no guys have usually been able to to do this to me. I've always been like too big for them to do this. Yeah. And every time she would say something like that, I would just yoke her up yep. and take her to the bed and be like, no, this is, this is how it should be. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I used to do and that I, with my ex. Like she wasn't a small girl, but she, like you said, she was that same class of thick, I guess I would say. Sexy thick. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just is what, but it's, it's much easier to toss a 120 pound girl around than it is a 160, 170 pound girl. Like yeah. it's just, I mean, it's, it's mathematics at its core, but I was, I was fucking with Brandy the other day. Me and her were standing in her kitchen and I didn't know that she had gotten scratched under her arm by a dog that day. So this ended yeah. up hurting her a little, but I gave her a big old hug and then I grabbed her up under her arms and I picked her up for a big hug. And then I set her down and I, I, leaned back and I looked at her I said I need to see something really quick and I just put my hands up under her armpits and just lifted her up nice and just went and then set her back down and was like alright she's like what was that for I said nothing <laughs> just checking something and she just like raised her eyebrow at me and then rolled her eyes and walked off because I was like yeah you know what's up Oh, the um, best thing was always grabbing them and tossing them up on the uh, washing machine while it was running and just fucking going to town. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do that with her. <laughs> but yeah, I, I get you. I mean. In a different situation. Worst she can do is say no. <laughs> That'd be a quick. Well, yeah, we won't go there. Anyway. Um, you think it would be a quick no. You don't no, know. No, I'm like almost positive. I am Almost positive. I won't say I'm 100% positive, but I am almost positive, especially since like, let's say maybe a year from now, maybe six months from now, but there's, she's going through some things like I was, you know, it's, so it's, it's a respect thing out of more than anything is like, I'm not going to try that. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that right now. Um, what's your song of the week? Good, sir. Um, what is my song of the week? Oh, yeah. Um, Ian McConnell. I've chosen Ian McConnell before. Has a song called Fine. And I fucking love that song. And it's kind of my situation that I'm in now, relationship-wise. I think you would like this song, too, if you ever listen to it. You probably won't, but... um, I do do put on our uh, Yavspod official Spotify playlist made by Brian when I'm at work sometimes. link to that in the discord bit.ly slash tsmp discord all capital letters so first core first uh what is it called not course first verse same as the same. Yeah, first, first verse i would be fine being alone forever i don't need a girl to feel like there's meaning in my life i've got some great family and friends i do what i love so in the end i would f- be fine being alone i would be fine in the chorus but I don't want to be fine I want to be obsessed I want to feel too much I want to be a mess I don't want to be good I want to be the best I want to be over the moon the way that I am with you when you wrap me up and kiss me so and say my name now that I know what better is life I don't want to be fine so that's that's kind of where I'm at right now like, I'd be fine being alone but I don't want to be fine I want to be better yeah like so it makes sense to me yeah, I love the song. Sing along with it every time I hear it. 
Is what kind of style? What kind of style of music is it? Uh, like pop, rock, sort of pop. That's like a, you should check I'll it check, out though. It's good. I'll check it out. I don't mind pop, dude. I'd play um, it for you, but I don't think my mic picks up my phone speaker very well. No, and that makes editing hell. So don't yeah. do that. <laughs> um, so my song is from A Perfect Circle. And it's called The Outsider. And I'll put my cover of it at the end of this episode. Um, so the lyrics, I've always just loved them. Um, he says, help me if you can. It's just that this, it's not the way that I'm wired. So could you please help me understand why that you've given all of the, uh, given in to all of these reckless, dark desires you're lying to yourself again, you suicidal imbecile. Think about it. You're pounding on a fault line. What'll it take to get it through to you, precious? I'm over this. Why do you want to throw it away like this? Such a mess. Why would I want to watch you? And then it goes into the chorus where he says, disconnect and self-destruct one bullet at a time. What's your rush now? Everyone will have his day to die. And this song just makes me think about uh, my friends that I watched sink into addiction. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then at the end he says, uh, lying to my face again, suicidal imbecile. Think about it. You're pounding on a fault line. What will it take to get it through to you? Precious. I'm over this. Why do you want to throw it away like this? Such a mess over this. And then he goes, over this. And like a really high note. And then it ends with disconnect and self-destruct one bullet at a time. What's your hurry? Everyone will have his day to die. If you choose to pull the trigger, should your drama prove sincere, do it somewhere far away from here. And it's just, it's just such a good fucking song, bro. A perfect circle writes good shit. Oh, yeah. What can I say? And then our, uh, our listener song of the week, my good sir. Uh, where is that? It was one Fenris put in. Finny! By, I can't fucking see. Finny! <laughs> What's the name of that band? I can't fucking see. Tonight is too Let late. Down? Yeah, Let Down. Let's go to hell. You probably like this song, too. It's along of that same, like, romantic sort of, oh, like, folksy pop, but, like, about a breakup, too. It's, just, it's a good song. Like, you should check it out. There's a link in Discord that Fenris put. So, yeah, Fenris, you get the song of the week from the listeners all right i listened to it like when the first verse started i was like yep i like this song so i just community my chair the whole time you were coughing so that there's not going to be truncated (laughs) silence anymore (laughs) you fucker our first community question comes in from jeff So Jeff saw a bracket on Facebook and he wants our honest opinion since both of us have way more knowledge about anime than he ever will. Sir, I don't have that much knowledge about it. Okay. So, but we do have more than you. I will give you that. (laughs) We have more than you. Um, Can any of the most iconic, super powerful characters beat Saitama from One Punch Man? My answer is yes. I've never watched One Punch Man, and I don't. I know like he's like the strongest. He just punches people one time and beats them, and pretty 
simple premises to to decode but uh yeah i must say goku because goku's true power level is like 10 points above whoever he's fighting <laughs> so like yeah however always. strong saitama is goku's gonna be 10 points stronger than that so um so the thing about saitama is he's like he's satire he's a satire character yeah on characters like goku yeah so I think like any antagonist from another show is going to be able to kick his ass. Um, you know who wouldn't be able to kick his ass? Vegeta. Vegeta's going to be get beat up by. Don't hate on my boy Vegeta like is that. Beat up by every fucking body, except the one of the strongest characters in the fucking show. You haven't gotten that far yet, but who? What dude? When he beats the shit out of Beerus for not uh, hitting Bulma. Yeah, but that was just a thing. That wasn't an actual battle. Every battle he has, he gets his fucking ass kicked. Okay, but he still beat the shit out of Beerus. He <laughs> was like still, a god that could destroy the entire universe. Krillin beat the shit out of somebody. You going to give him any props? Hell no. Fuck yeah, Krillin's Krillin. the man. Krillin is canon. Krillin is the diversity hire for the fucking <laughs> Z fighter. He's a fucking little person. And he had to. he got hired to meet the fucking quota. Don't, don't be that guy. <laughs> he got hired to beat the fucking diversity quota. Um, I think that the the girls from the Neptunia anime and games could kick Saitama's ass personally. That's just me, though. Um, so, there's a soda question. Yeah, I got it pulled up. You're a kid again, and you got to a quarter. What are you picking? Oh, I already know what this is. I'm going Dr. Pepper all day. I'm going to go probably Pepsi. Now, there's seven up on there, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, seven my, up, my choice back in the day. Seven up probably would have been my up. choice back in the day, but but really, I didn't. I like. I became a Pepsi person as an adult. Like I always drank Coke as a kid or Sprite. Mm-hmm. But yeah, out of those, probably Seven Up or Coke. If it's glass bottle, Coke all day. We had a little convenience store in town, and they sold the old glass bottle Cokes, and I'd buy those motherfuckers every time I went there. They had like the vending machine where you put the money in like the little door open and you just slid the Coke out of the little chute. Yeah. It had the bottle opener on it. Yeah, that was that was good. So this next one. Describe your ex using a Pokemon. Hmm. What's the most narcissistic Pokemon? Gotta be Meowth, right? Maybe because Meowth takes money from people, even though it has literally a fucking gold coin in its head. Yeah. And the one that could talk was all about himself. So I'm sure all the rest of them are like that. They can't talk. (laughs) Yeah, probably so. Um, I'm going to give two. Because the one for Megan is just because I guess she'd be considered an ex- I don't know if we were ever really officially dating. I guess, whatever, it doesn't matter. She, she gets Pikachu because I still have a little clip of my phone of her when we first started talking, sending me a thing of her holding her stuffy Pikachu and she just goes, his Pika's going out and then squeezes him and he goes, Pika! And she's like, it makes me so sad. And it was the cutest fucking thing I had ever seen. So, like, she gets Pikachu. Savannah? Uh, Let's see. Savannah. Which one's the most toxic Pokemon? Just coughing, wheezing, 
uh, I don't know, whatever the most toxic Pokemon there is, <laughs> that's what Savannah is. Muck. <laughs> yeah, Muck with eyes like a pill head. Trubbish, which is literally just a fucking trash bag walking around. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, this next one comes in from Fenris. Wolverine's claws. Do you prefer the OG comic claws coming out of the back of the hands? Or on the back of the hands, excuse me, or the Marvel rendition of Between the Fingers? I like the the OG, the back of the hands. But yeah. the metal claws, not the bone claws. Yeah, I agree. And the the thing about the X-Men movie with Hugh Jackman and the, the claws coming out of his knuckles is that fucking disturbed me thinking about shit growing out of my hand like that. I was like, ah, because the way the skin splits every time they come out, it's just like, bro. Yeah. Now, interesting story. Um, there was a game. It might have been the Super Nintendo game, but I can't remember what console it was on, but there was one where you play Wolverine and every time you extended your claws, you actually took damage. Because like they have to cut through your skin to come out, so yeah. you literally took a took an infinitesimal amount of damage every time you. I want to say maybe the X Men Origins game did that too, but one of the older like side scrolling ones did it. Like every time you put the claws out, a little bit. That's of a nice touch. Oh yeah, that's a nice little touch. Oh yeah. All right, <clears throat> and our final question, which I think I haven't double checked to see if we had any more, but I forgot to put out a final thing this this episode which is okay because you're yawning and it's almost two in the morning anyway so kana wants to know what celebrity would you get in a car with no questions asked if they just showed up in your driveway i want you to give a male i was gonna say i want a male and female i have an answer for both male ryan reynolds ryan reynolds i'm getting in the car fair enough you want me to go ahead and give my mail sure go ahead and give your mail okay my mail Henry Cavill. I could see because that. I know I can just the whole car ride. We can just talk about PC games. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be great. Plus, he's a big hunk of man meat. Oh, yeah. Female. And this is going to come out of left field. But if I can only pick one on affairs, I feel like she'd be a very interesting person to take a car ride with. Plus, she's okay. she's fucking hot, and she's really down to earth and nice, and yeah, on affairs. Mine, I feel like she'd pull up, and as she rolls the window down, I would hear, I eat, sleep, breathe, the demons in your dreams, and it'd be like, mommy wants to go for a ride, get in, and I'd be like, fucking right, because it's Rhea Ripley, baby, all day all day that woman could be like can i step on your face i'd be like fuck yeah you can even leave your shoe on i don't give a fuck you do whatever you want to me please jesus or or bailey for i feel like those pants she wore alone bailey might be a more enjoyable road trip partner personally more than likely more than likely like i love eo sky i don't think i don't be stuck in a car with her because her english isn't that great if if we're comparing like wrestling personalities 
I'm going to compare them with my two most recent relationships. Bailey would be the Megan. Rhea would be the Savannah. Yeah. If that makes any sense, where it's like, this car is going to be wonderful and we're going to have fun and there's nothing but laughs and everything. This one over here is going to beat the shit out of me, but the sex is going to be great. Not that this sex over here wasn't, because this sex over here is also great. Yeah. But this one over here is that toxic sex. Well, you realize this wasn't a sexual question. It doesn't matter. Why you got to make everything nasty? Because I'm a pervert. True. This is Yavspod. Are you and Henry Cavill going to have sex? Now, fucking right. I said because me and are my you, Are Reynolds you would. serious? <laughs> I will give that dude a handy wherever we're going if that's what he wants. Fuck yeah, I don't care. That's, Henry, you, that's Geralt. That is Geralt of Did Rivia. you ever watch the Boondocks? The cartoon. Dude, yes, and I will tell you what my favorite scene of it was ever, but go ahead. Did you did you see the episode where they did the the uh, to catch a predator episode? No, the dude's in there and he's like, it's like gangster black dude sitting at the bar. Chris Hansen comes out. He's like, you came here to have sex with a thirteen year old girl, and he's like, oh no, I ain't come here for no no little girl. I came here for man. And he, Chris Hansen was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like. I came here for you. I know who you are, Chris Hansen. I watch your show every day. He's like, I came here for you. Now, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. And Chris Hansen's like, all right, cut. Get this guy off the set. It's not working. He's like, oh, so you want to do it the hard way. It's like fucking slams Chris Hansen on the counter and fucking pulls his pants down. And Chris Hansen's like, well, what's going on? I'm like, oh, my God. I got to find that, it and send it to you. That show is comedy fucking gold, Oh, that bro. show is fantastic. There's a fucking scene where the two kids were sitting with <laughs> sitting with their grandpa and one of the kids is talking and he says the word ho. Yeah. And his grandpa goes, boy, what the hell did you just say? Ho. Why would you say that? Because she's a ho. Yeah. Boy, I don't ever want to hear you say that word again. You say that word again one more time, I'm going to beat they your ass. They were in the car. Riley was oh, in were the they in the car? Yeah. yeah. Ho! And he just says it again. Ho! Yeah, and Grandpa reaches back. That like car starts swerving all over the road. Yeah, so the wolf in his ass. <laughs> so oh, that good. That whole dude. episode, that gold digger episode, was fucking hilarious. So good. He's like, "Why I gotta pay for a date and go to a restaurant? Shit! And why can't I just get a host some money so she can buy some groceries?" Uh, let's see. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to send you oh this to watch God. after. Yeah, if y'all haven't seen it, look up uh, the Boondocks Chris Hansen skit. And it's fucking hilarious. You re- you, we, uh, you've heard why how uh, To Catch a Predator got canceled, right? Something about Chris Hansen getting in trouble for something. I don't remember what it no, was. No, they, they did their show. They were doing an episode. It was some politician and when he got found out, he fucking blew his brains out. Well, like when he oh. found out it was the, they were, it was, he was not there to meet a little kid. He was on that show getting caught as a pedophile. Like he fucking blew his brains out. That was the end of the show. Wow. Yeah. You can look into it. It's fucking nuts. But yeah, that's what, that was the, the hold on. That was the first person to do that. Or was it just because it was a politician? Probably because it was a prominent like person that people yeah. knew, not just some fucking scum. 
I always thought the best part of that show was he sitting there fucking talking to this fucking scumbag who showed up to fuck a little kid. And they're like, oh, I'm such an asshole. And then they, they think they're just going to leave. They walk out of the house and the cops just fucking tackle them and take their serious shitty asses to jail. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. There's one group of people on the planet that deserve anything bad that happens to them. It's fucking pedophiles. 100% agree. Like, I understand. 100% agree. I've always said you can't help who you fall for. But if you're attracted to children, fucking kill yourself. Like, yeah. either or, join a monastery. Or, like, legitimately seek, like, whatever yeah. kind of help Go you Go to can. therapy, try to fix it, whatever. But, like, no. There's no fucking reason. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. No. Like, I know too many people that have dealt with shit like that. Yeah. My, myself included. That like that shit just should not be a thing. No, but it is. Me and my buddy almost and got predated. We were in middle school. We were having a yard sale in his front yard, and some lady came from across the street and was like, "Oh, you boys want to come over to my house? I got a bunch of arcade games in the basement." And I was like, "Ah, I, I don't, I don't really want to. Maybe later." Uh, <laughs> we went inside yeah. and told his mom, and she flipped the fuck out. I bet she did. That's stranger danger, dog. You know what's funny, though? Is she was fucking ugly, right? If she'd have been hot, we probably would have went uh-huh. over there and got, got and molested. And there, and there lies why no one takes it seriously. Yeah, yeah there's the double standard. We yeah, were horny, that was the one I was we were horny like, eighth graders. If some smoking hot chick came over there and was like, come over in my basement and, you know, I got, I got a pool table and some arcade machines, I'd have been like... Okay, I'll, I'll come over to your. I'll, you in your arcade yeah, I'll come over to your house and whack some balls around. <laughs> um, so before we get into the uh, the wrap up, I got to tell you because I know you appreciate a good fart. Yes. So the other day, I was just like having a rough day, and my friend Ashley, who who is married, so like. Don't like this wasn't like a flirty thing or anything like that, right? Yeah. She sends me a snap of her and she's like sitting there and she's hitting her vape pen and she's looking at me and it's the text just says, I am so overworked today. And it goes from her pointing her face or pointing her phone at her face to then she just like points her phone to her ass. I've seen her butt a hundred times. It's yeah. nothing new. And she just goes and just lets out a fart that was the whole snap when she just sent me a fart and I laughed and laughed and laughed and I wrote her back and I said I'm not gonna lie that was hilarious I said judging by how like against my ex was farting in front of me that it only happened once when they were asleep like I said that was hilarious and she said oh get used to it farts are hilarious I'm like thank you they're gross don't get me wrong they're gross they're absolutely gross, but the sound of them cracks me up. Now, like, if it reeks, I'm throwing my shirt over my face and I'm going to make fun of you. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's fucking funny. I don't care. If if I date a chick, I don't care if it's fucking Scarlett Johansson. Bullshit. I, I still call bullshit on this. If I date Scarlett Johansson that. and I fart one time and she's like, that's fucking disgusting. I can't believe it. I'm like, I don't think this is going to work out. You'd be like, sorry, boo, I will never do it again. No. 
Judging by what you said earlier, where you want to be this piece of man meat, that if you were walking around with Scarlett Johansson, bull nope. shit, nope. Jeremy. Bullshit. If you Listeners, don't think farts pull. are funny, if you don't think farts are funny, you are not the girl for me. Because farts that are fucking, fucking stand-up hilarious. comedian. If you don't think, if you don't find farts funny, you are disrespecting the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> like farts are fucking uh, hilarious. I don't know if I ever told the story. Um, me and Jen had been together for less than a year, I think. We were over there at her townhouse, and Jonathan was riding his power wheels in the yard. Right. We're in the kitchen just talking. He rides by, slam like lets off the gas so the power wheel just slides to a stop in front of the, the French doors. Comes into the house, walks over to his mom, and she's like, what? <laughs> Turns around, presses his ass into her leg, and just goes... <laughs> and then just goes back outside and gets back on his power wheel. I was like, that kid felt a fart while he was outside the yard minding his own fucking business. <laughs> and was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go inside and fart on my mom. And I was like, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, he held that motherfucker <laughs> to get the power wheels back to the house, get out of Listen, it, walk into the house, and position himself. It's impressive for a child to have the ability to load a fart and not lose it. Because oh, as yeah. an adult... It's hard to load a fart oh, yeah. and not lose it. Yeah, it's hard to in keep one it in way, the in one direction or the other. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It might slip out or it might go away. Yeah, it might just go back up. But if you can just keep that fucker in the chamber. Yep. <laughs> that's brilliant. That kid will fart like a grown ass man, dude. Like, holy shit. Uh, yeah. On that note, if you would like to send us an email, you can send us one at yet another BS pod at gmail.com. It is the best way to ask us anonymous questions. If you want to join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash yet another BS podcast. You want to check us out over on Twitter. It is at Yavs pod. You can find Jeremy, not really at just call me Jezza. And you can find me sometimes on at super nerd Dalton. Uh, you can check out our website, which is now up to date. Thanks to one Mr. Puzzles, Dane himself. Thank you very much, Dane. And that is yabspod.wordpress.com. That's a Y-A-B-S-P-O-D.wordpress.com. And if you would like to donate to the show, which would mean a lot, and if you want to watch me eat a hot chip, uh, patreon.com slash yabspod. For $30 a month, if we can get to $50 a month, I will eat a one chip challenge on camera. Um, And I would like to give a special shout out to the people who are our lovely, lovely patrons, Jeff, Kana, Megan, Team Retro, Ostara, Brian, and Eric. Thank you all very, very much. It does mean a heck of a lot. And I guess that that is going to about do it for this week's, or this episode. I say this week, but we're doing bi-weekly now, so it's this two-week episode. Anything else you'd like to say here before we end it, my brother? No, I'm good. All right. Well, then, for Jezza, I'm Dalton. And as always, guys, take it easy. Help me if you can.
that this This is not the way I'm wired So could you please help me understand why You're giving in to all these Reckless dark desires You're lying to yourself again Suicidal imbecile I think about it